0: Welcome to the Non-Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts, descriptions to strengthen you. On this episode, we're answering the question, are you doing your part as a Christian? Let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Non-Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here.
1: And DS Ninja is in the house.
0: First of all, don't ever interrupt the beat of the song with your clearing of your throat.
1: Man, I'm grooving over
0: here. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dad, we, haven't been, we haven't recorded in like two weeks because of, what was it, Labor Day?
1: I keep, mm-hmm. getting, I keep saying. But I life. sent out the, the video. What video? The video segment on our YouTube channel.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me check that while you talking.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We have a YouTube channel and we have a text line. What's the number, Dad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> two one six no it's actually three three zero oh three three yeah it's three three zero
0: okay i'm gonna try to do it from memory i think it's three three zero two six six three six two six
1: but let me check yeah that sounds that sounds about right but you want to make sure you're giving the right number
0: we got two more subscribers on the podcast or on the uh the youtube, YouTube. channel yeah
1: all Look right at all that. right all right hey all we right. thank you because you guys have really been um engaging with the channel um, we got a couple of texts um on the text line.
0: Yeah. Uh wait. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, I was right actually. Three three zero three six six two
1: six three six. All right. That's, That's the text line. Text us your questions or or any uh upcoming topics you would like us to discuss and we'll talk about it and and it may come up. It may you may see an episode out of it. And who knows? D may give you a gift. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I said, D may give you a gift. Not me.
0: <laughs> ain't nothing coming from me. Hey,
1: the worst is better to give than receive. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. But they right. say give from who, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Dad.
1: How was my week. I know.
0: Yeah, the Browns are about to win, first of all.
1: Yeah, yeah, they looking like a football team. I'm not
0: going to lie, we got the game playing right now in the studio. Yeah, But go ahead, how was your week?
1: And Chubb was the beast today. Um, My week uh, was good. I started working out at Sky High Fitness, Alliance, Ohio.
0: You forgot training Training center. center. Training
1: (laughs) center. And, and, you know, uh, just for our listeners now, D, I brought him up training him just about in, you know, every sport, whether it's uh, strength training, speed training, baseball, football, basketball. I trained him and and in track. I used to have him doing some things that he thought was simply crazy. And sometimes he would get sick from the training all the time. And then so he's uh, allowing him to train me and it's not that he's training me. It's payback. That's what this mm-hmm. is. <laughs> it's payback. You get that little smirk on his face. All right. You got three times eight of this. <laughs> it's not that
0: bad. You crazy. No,
1: it's, it's it's not. It's not. And I'm, I'm doing it for uh, strength, flexibility, and um, mobility. Yeah. Mobility. Cause as you get older, you want to keep moving. So yep. I'm doing that. And, and then we got the Pan American Championships coming up next year here in Cleveland. Are you the, fighting in it? The Masters oh, no. Pan American. Oh,
0: okay. Wait, are you fighting in it?
1: Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: okay. No, no. <laughs> Say no more. I know. I get it. Okay. How was your week?
0: Actually, really good. Yeah. I have nothing to complain about this week.
1: <laughs> Man, I had the couch already yep, for you, the gray couch, yep, right? It's set for me. Nope. Nope. Nothing to complain about that. Things are going, things are going well.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. So I started putting together some systems to make my life easier, right? Okay. So like um I have a calendar. I've always had like a, a a Google calendar with all my tasks going, but I have everything on there. Separated things I need to get done for no negation, things I need to get done for sky high, Um, meetings, all the extra stuff. And I'm currently, actually, can I, yeah, I guess I can say it. I'm looking for, like, a personal assistant or, like, an intern. I'm Mm -hmm. only looking for, like, 30 days, somebody two or three times a week. Um, But things to kind of help regulate and run things a little bit, Mm -hmm. take some of the load off a little bit. Um, And so that's what I'm kind of doing right now.
1: So they can use that text line.
0: They could go ahead and send that text to 330-366-2636 if you're interested, you know, so, um, yeah, and
1: that, that that's that's cool because that means you're growing. Yeah. And to get some uh, those things off your plate so you can in, you invest that time and commit that time someplace else. Yeah. And that's the challenge that we have is committing time. Uh, one thing that I'm doing that I'm starting tomorrow, I'm making it my business and a focus to learn QuickBooks.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm about to and, start using it too, honestly.
1: And I just found out. Uh, thank you, Aaron McKinney. Uh, that QuickBooks, you can get a coach. You just call them up and schedule a coach. And oh, really? It, I did Yeah, they'll coach you through it. They get online with you. You share your screen, and they walk you through doing that.
0: You know what? Shout out, Mister McKinney. You know why I say shout out, Mister McKinney, Dad? Why? Because every time he see we see him, he comes up. He's like, I, I love the podcast. I love the podcast. You guys are so funny. But you know what he really means? <laughs> He thinks my trauma and, and you coaching me on my trauma is hilarious. That's what he means by that. Shout out to you, Mr. McKinney. I'm glad that you listened, though. We appreciate it. You know, I was telling him, uh, I think it was two, it was Labor Day weekend. Um, I saw him, we was at church and I saw him at church. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I just like, y'all yeah, like listening to the podcast. You guys are funny. It's like real. I'm like, Mr. McKinney, this just like me talking about my life. <laughs> Like everything, everything that goes on is just me talking about my, you know, what's going on in my life. So, yeah. But yeah, that's a,
1: yeah. Shout out to you, Mr. McKinney. Well, that's, that's it. I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff that, that goes on in our life. um, And we connect it to the, to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what we, what the podcast is designed to do. Um, Inspiring people, giving them hope, you know, whether it's good, bad or indifference. Even we talk about our mistakes. Yeah. And that's the key. Well, we don't want to present ourselves like everything's well and all. God is is doing all these great things, but sometimes He do great things by allowing us to experience some trauma, yeah, and some pain.
0: Yeah, teaching points. So <clears throat> we're, today we're discussing um, <clears throat> answering the question: Are you doing your part? Mm-hmm. And so. I was thinking back on like, you know, you brought up the topic, kind of thinking back on like the last few weeks where I was like, I literally came on here complaining about stuff. Um, and one of the episodes we had talked about um, was like, it's, do, am I going through certain or do people go through certain things because of this punishment? Do they go through it because of this that, and third? But <clears throat> you had said something that was interesting before we recorded the podcast and on that episode, you said that, well, how do you know that it's necessarily a punishment or like how do you... Figure that what you're going through is, you know, whatever. That wasn't really a question. I guess it was more. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, because we talk all the time, and you hear verses that that it says, you know, you're more than a conqueror. Yeah. Um, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Um, you know, all those all those things. You know. <clears throat> But, but, why, what does that really mean, okay, Because if he's given the universal church spiritual gifts mm-hmm. to use to edify to build up the church, and he's given us the Word of God, he's given us Christ as an example, and the gospel, and he purposed us to share the gospel, the good news to change the world. Mm-hmm. When it says that you're more than a conqueror, no weapon formed against you should uh, prosper. Uh, you know, all those things he's saying is when you're doing my will, when you're sharing the gospel, when you're sharing Christ, anything that comes up against you will not prosper, it will not hinder you. Because you look at the examples of all the disciples. They went out and did God's word, did what Jesus told them to do. And even though they were commanded not to teach in his word, when they, you know, not to teach in his, uh, teach what he said, not teach what Jesus said, they did it. They said, we fear God more than man. Mm -hmm. Why isn't the focus more on doing that instead of saying you can overcome whatever bill you have, whatever anxiety you have and all that? I believe that he's telling us that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You're more than a conqueror as you are sharing his word.
0: Well, think about it on your end. Like there's a part, a point of your time part of a, one aspect of your life where you knew God was real, but you didn't fall into that. Well, why did you do it then? What you mean? Like, why did you believe in God, but also didn't like believe that God could take care of certain things?
1: I wasn't a Christian.
0: So as soon as you start believing in God, you have faith that God was going to take care of everything.
1: When I, it took time for me to understand. Exactly.
0: That, yeah, but that—why yeah. did you have that thought process at that point?
1: What thought process are you talking about? So, like when
0: you—that I couldn't
1: you, do it. No, that sure. you gave
0: life to, you gave your life to Christ, but you were like apprehensive about or getting worried about bad situations. Like, what made you? Why? Why did you think that?
1: Well, because I was an infant in Christ. Um, I didn't understand. I understood enough about him that I wanted him in my life and that he can save me from my sins. But then I didn't think, or I didn't realize that he had the same power to that provide me that strength to share his word. And regardless of my insignificance or my, my mindset or or my um, uh, ignorance of his word. And I wasn't trusting him enough that I always thought that, well, They're not going to like me. They're going to turn away from me. They're going to talk about me. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to say, oh, you, you, you're one of those Christians now that you, you holier than thou. I was worrying about that instead of operating on the power that he'll give me strength to do that, to overcome that, to make me more than a conqueror, to complete that, his, his, his will. Mm -hmm. And once I understood that, I did not care what people think. Why? Because I exalted him more, trusted him more than what people said about me, regardless of what faith they have. You know, because sometimes today we are compromise our faith over culture. We will say, look, because of my culture is doing this. I won't talk against that. I won't present God's word. Do
0: you think people do fall into that because they can't they may not physically see God? You know how, like, you know, you can experience God, you know, God's love, God's grace and stuff like that. But you can't physically see God and you can physically see these other things. You think that's why people fall into believing in God, but not, you know, trusting God when bad things happen or, you know, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But that's lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Because like you said in, in Colossians chapter one, he said for those. He chose. Yeah. You know, you see it or he those he predetermined or he predestined or he elected. He's chosen those people to do that. And so if he chose you to do something, whatever your gift is, whatever your ministry is, he'll give you the power and the strength to do it. But as long as you edify and promote his kingdom, nothing will conquer you or hinder it.
0: Uh, I can't remember. What are these called? Is it virtues? Not virtues. Where- the Beatitudes? No, like having faith. Um, they're not the spiritual gifts, but it's like faith, acts of work. Um, what are those called?
1: Were you talking about in, in Galatians? Yeah. 520. Yeah. 22.
0: Galatians 520. Yeah. What is that? Hold on. I got to pull it up. Um,
1: yeah, in Galatians chapter 5. But
0: the whole po- the whole reason why I brought it up is because. A lot of times I hear things like, oh, well, you're gifted with faith, you know. But I also, to a certain extent, believe that if you don't have faith in God, you don't know God. Like if I if I asked you to go to the grocery, this might be a bad example, forewarning. <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: Trust me, they're used to you by now.
0: <clears throat> but if I asked you to go to the grocery store and pick up some milk, and then I call you every five minutes to see if you're picking up the milk or if I just don't trust that you're picking up milk. it's because I don't know you like I don't trust that you can do it. If I tell you to go to the grocery store you go get milk and come back no problem I'll you know hassle you but it's because I know and trust that you can do that. And so that's kind of how I feel about when we get the when people say the gift of faith is that I feel like to a certain extent like I mean obviously some people are further along with their faith depending on situations than others but. If something bad happens and you can't put your faith in God, I feel like you just aren't at that point in your relationship to trust God with that negative thing.
1: Well, I think what you're talking about is the fruits of the fruit spirit. of the spirit. Yeah, that's it. You're talking yeah. about the fruits of the spirit.
0: Yeah, Peace, love, joy. Yeah. Kindness. That's a faithful. It's faithfulness. I don't know if it's faith. Right.
1: And, and see, he's given everyone a measure of faith. So you you may have more faith than another person. Uh we're talking about Christians now. And then there's some have an abundance of faith where there's the gift of faith, you know. And so
0: But that's so hard for me to wrap my head around. Like if I believe in God, right, why not believe in God?
1: Well it's not saying that you, you don't believe in God. Um but just like Peter and the apostles and the disciples, they walked, they actually walked with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. But when Jesus was arrested and they were, you know, during the night and they were going through the trial, remember Jesus told Peter said, you're going to Deny me three times, although he walked with Christ physically. Mm-hmm. And so his measure of faith didn't allow him when he was confronted and he lied about it. No, I don't know the man. I'm not with him. You know, you know what I'm saying, man? But then you see on the day of Pentecost, being filled with the Holy spirit. It was a different Peter.
0: I just don't get that.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's mature. And and once you recognize that God given you that spirit and fills you and you understand that you can say, look, my God will supply my needs. I'm, I'm, I'm going out here to share the gospel. I'm going down here to encourage somebody about Christ. But when one point when you were afraid, but when you got mature, and got the understanding, you was like, he'll supply all my needs to get over this fear, to get over the anxiety of sharing the gospel or working in the ministry, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But you're you're thinking just because you, you profess Christ that everything's going to be all right. And most people think that.
0: No, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that when things do go wrong, mm-hmm. not putting faith in God, like, like. I don't know. I just don't understand that. Like, how can you believe in God? And then when you go through something bad, not have faith that God's going to bring you through it.
1: Well, whatever that thing is you going through uh, is trusting in God and It's like, look, is God causing this or he allowed it to happen or if he uh, you know what I mean? If he allowed Satan to work on us to strengthen us,
0: regardless of what the what the situation is, whether God is allowing it or Satan is doing that to mess with you, mm-hmm. not I just don't understand the concept of not having faith in God through it if you believe in God.
1: And that's what the question is: Are you doing your part, whatever that part is, whatever your ministry is, whatever God purposed you to do? Are you doing it one hundred and twenty percent?
0: It's not even that though, Dad. You're going past what I'm trying to what I'm okay. trying to figure out. Is, is there an issue with your relationship in Christ, right? If something bad happens to you mm-hmm. and instead of leaning on God and God's understanding, you flip out, you do whatever, whatever the whatever comes with you, not, you know, mm-hmm. have a quote unquote, a lack of faith. Right. Yeah. Is that a is that a, a, a depiction of your faith or like a, a showing like what your what your faith and relationship is with
1: God? You know what? I don't think not necessarily because sometimes we need other people to encourage us to walk with us through it. You know, just like when Job went through what he went through. And then, you know, you you see. Job,
0: Job still leaned on God's understanding during that.
1: Sure. But he was questioning God.
0: Yeah, but he's still at the end of the day.
1: Right, right, because God God. was saying, where was you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Right. You know, he's questioning God. Why is this? and Why is that? You know?
0: Yeah, but he still took it to God.
1: Absolutely. And so when I'm talking about, I think we're talking about two different things. I'm talking about, are you doing your part?
0: Yeah, I know. We are talking about two different things. Yeah. And I'm strictly talking about if if you're going through something bad and you don't have faith in God, does that show that you don't have a strong relationship with God?
1: That's hard to say, or you're saying if you have a strong relationship, or do you have a relationship with him at all? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, because realize this he saved you for something. He saved you for a purpose. Yeah. Right. Whatever that purpose is, he's prepared you, he's given you the gift, he's strengthening you, he placed the Holy Spirit in you to do his purpose. But, if you think your purpose is to just do sky high fitness, I don't think that's what he's strengthening purposing you for, no, but it's for his will and his purpose to edify his church, yeah, now you could edify it through your business, yeah, you could do that, but sometimes I think we is is taught and preached in such a manner that the focus on is on your your academics your occupation your business or overcoming certain things that happen to you and you're not doing his will you're not in a ministry you're not doing uh, studying you know what I mean and it it gives the impression sometimes that a person can not study not belong to a church but God is going to lift them up
0: what does that have to do with the lack of faith
1: well there again, we're talking about two different things. I'm talking about Christians doing that or not doing that. Not doing what they purpose for. Doing their part.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, I,
1: you yeah. in the church.
0: I understand that. Okay. I just try to get my question answered.
1: And I said that's a hard because you're saying is that a lack of faith? And my thing is that faith at all? you saying a lack of it. What?
0: Well, if, yeah, but when that I'm just asking the uh, does that show your relationship? Like, whether well, is no faith at all? Like, if you go through a hard time right now, right?
1: Okay, let's say, let's take something tangible. Okay. When you were going through a hard time. Yeah. Ayla lost a baby. Okay. Your house had mold. Yeah. Going through all it's that. It was flooding. Yeah. Right. It was doing all that. Did you have a lack of faith? No. Okay.
0: So, but if I did. And I call myself a Christian. Am I really a believer in God?
1: Or do you have a relationship or do you have a weak relationship?
0: Sure. What is it? What is it? I don't know.
1: You have to answer that for you because I didn't go through that. You went through that. But for me, is that sometimes because of that issue might be strong enough that I'm not focused, but I need people around me to help me get in focus or encourage me. That's why you had a Barnabas. That encourage people. But
0: don't that still show your faith if you needed other people to kind of jumpstart you?
1: That's what we're supposed to do because there's that's why he gave all the different gifts I guess, yeah. to edify the church. And because I think a lot of times we try to do it on our own, mm-hmm. get our own understanding, and do it in our own strength. So- that's why we get our own results. Which is
0: <laughs> so it may be okay that you might have a smaller faith if you have a good group that you're working with.
1: Yeah, that's why he said he gave some the measure of faith. Everybody don't get the same scoop of faith.
0: Yeah, so it's not a it's not a bad thing if you beat yourself up over bad situations.
1: I didn't so, say beat yourself up,
0: or like don't trust God.
1: Well, you need to fellowship more.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's an answer too.
1: Yeah, you need to fellowship more, and so if you're not doing that. And, and and if you're not in part, uh, uh, let's say the body, uh, if you if you are arm or hand or a leg or a toe or foot and, and you're not connected to the body, are you doing the body any justice? No, they need. I don't care. You need your pinky toe. You want your pinky toe because that affect the rest of the body. So if somebody has a, a gift and. God brought them to Christ because the only way you get to God is through Christ. And they're in the universal church, a local church, and you're not going, you're not using your gift. Are you doing your part? No. There you go.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I guess doing your part, but I guess you did at the same time kind of answer my question. So,
1: yeah. And I always think about the book of Nehemiah when they had to rebuild a wall. Everybody just think of this are the street you live on. Uh-huh. And and just think about your backyard. And say it's, say it's 30 houses on your on your street. Okay. Okay. And your your purpose is to rebuild the wall behind your house. So each person at his house builds that section. Yeah. Okay? That's basically what it's saying in the book of Nehemiah. If you don't build your section, will the wall be fortified? Everybody else build their build their section, of wall that's connecting except you.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be a gap.
1: You Right. Why is it a gap? Because I didn't build my spot. Right. You didn't do your part. So the church is the same way. If you're not in the body of Christ, in the local church, using your gift in a ministry, there's a gap. Because... Just like we say in business, each person that you come across is a doorway to so many other people. Yeah, and so you being in the church allows the body to get access or a doorway to other people that they can hear the teaching you receive, the encouragement you receive. Utilize your gift, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, because how many time, how many people would I to gain access and learned or 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 was introduced to through you that I would have never have known. Through me? Yeah. You went to Mount Union. Oh, yeah. You I worked in, the, and there's people that I met. I would have never known Pastor uh, Hill. Yeah. But he's, it was a doorway through you. Now yeah. we have a relationship. Imagine people you come across that you, you're able to meet into something about your life, what you're doing or what you say about God. Will affect them, yeah. But you have so many people that's behind you that uh, that lift you up. You think about uh, Mr. Jeff or Crump, or uh, first Aaron of McKinney. all, Mr.
0: Jeff does not lift me up; he, <laughs> te- he tears me down. Dad. There you go about NCAA again. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you look, you look at Mr. Maurice, Mr. Banks, uh, the boys, the men, uh, yeah. uh, Quentin, all these guys over the year that put a piece or something in you. So, okay,
0: we got, how do you figure out what your part is?
1: That comes from fellowship, study, and ministry. Mm-hmm. Trying different ministries. Using the gift. I didn't know that I will be teaching. That's the last thing. One of the last things I thought I would be able to do mm-hmm. is to teach, get up in front of people and talk. But, because of what God instilled in me, and at some point, that that switch flipped that I realized that he's given me the strength to do that and I won't fail.
0: How do you, what if you're wrong? What if your gift isn't teaching this whole time? You've been doing something that's not your gift.
1: Well, I wouldn't be effective with people.
0: <laughs> Wait, are you saying that you're effective now? Well,
1: you come <laughs> to me with questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah. You always on a great couch here. <laughs> and then people, you know, me teaching in, in Sunday school or a new members class or a Bible study uh, yeah, it's uh,
0: it's. I think that's good because even thinking about like, if I'm thinking about if I'm relating like the gym to the to, to scripture, like the when I have a group of people, the solid group of people around me that you know can work with me, it things go well, and when I don't, it seems like it's just a lot of pressure. I think it's the same thing with with faith like you know i talked about trying to get somebody to kind of help me with the mm-hmm. day-to-day tasks i got a couple trainers in the gym but when things don't work as a cohesive group that's when things get messed up and so i guess it's the same thing with our faith and our journey with god is that when you have a group of people that's there for encouragement and, and teaching even like so today i went up to pastor pastor maiden after the service because he was talking about uh daniel getting thrown in the lion's den or whatever mm-hmm. and as he was preaching from daniel um I was reading the verses and before, and Pastor Maiden had talked about it too. He's Before um, the king threw, had uh, David, Daniel, had Daniel thrown into the lion's den. He said to Daniel, um, basically, your God will right. protect you. Mm-hmm. And, but when I read it, I was like, because Pastor Maiden brought it up like, okay, he, this guy was a pagan guy. He mm-hmm. started to believe in had faith that God would protect him because he saw what Daniel was doing. Right. But when I read it, I read it as like the King was being sarcastic. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Your guy going to protect you now. Like I read it as sarcasm. Yeah. But I took it up to him and I asked him about it and then he explained it. And, and so, but if I would have did that by myself, it would just been like, I would have took it as sarcasm and then took it to somebody else and be like, look like, you know, and it might've been wrong.
1: Why were you able to go up to pastor maiden?
0: I don't know. Cause I can walk.
1: And what else? <laughs>
0: because um, I know him. I don't know. How do you know him? Through you, I guess.
1: Exactly. And so that's uh, what I mean. they are doorways to somebody But else. even
0: if... Okay, that's true. But even if I didn't know him, I probably would have still went up
1: there. Yeah, but that's how you build relationships and that's how we get understanding. You got a lot of understanding, not just by from me, but by the people that I have a relationship with that I study with. Uh-huh. And that's what we need to do. So when the question is, are you doing your part? And if you're not... Maybe you're not doing some of those things mm-hmm. as fellowship and as studying, as trying, um, or putting a 120% or focusing. That's why this week I'm making a conscious effort because I always say it, you do the things that you want to do. Yeah. And those are the things that you focus on. You become good at it. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to put that to action behind QuickBooks because for over years, QuickBooks have been kicking my butt because, you know, I'm not real big <laughs> with the technology stuff. Yeah. But you say, how is it that you can look at a business and break it down and do those things? And That's because I have a desire to know that, and I focus on that, so I became good at it. Yeah. That's in the martial arts. I focused on it. I sucked in the beginning in, in the martial arts. I was horrible. But then I said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Start started focusing on that, became a student of it, and I became good at it. And so that's the same principles. The principles don't change. I'm about to apply, apply that to QuickBooks. Because the more I do it, the more mistakes I make. The, the more, more mistakes learn. I make, the, more the better, better I get at it. Yeah. And, and, and it but see, sometimes we want to get to the end result quick without going through a process.
0: Yeah.
1: That's in anything. So when we have to do our part, whatever that is, in the body of Christ, you're going to suck at it at the beginning. You're not going to get the results that you want, but God understands the path and the purpose and the process and you have to trust in that. That's why he says no weapon formed against you will prosper. You keep going, just don't quit. If he purposed you for that, you will be successful for him.
0: That was very inspirational, Dad.
1: (laughs) So what is it gonna cause you to do something?
0: (laughs) I already already do what I say I'm gonna do for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But I must say you guys have been driving here to attend service. Yeah, You know, just, just find you a ministry. Now.
0: Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I was like, I'm coming up here anyway on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Like, Why not just get up a little bit early and then go to church and then do the podcast after? You know? So let
1: me ask you this. What is it in, in, in the church, in a ministry, in the body of Christ that you think you can do 120% in oh, doing your part?
0: I thought you was going to ask me why did I s- decide to go back to Providence, like start going to Providence. I no. thought you was going to ask me that. Uh, I was ready. To answer that one. No,
1: that's too what, easy. <laughs> what's the answer then? I'm asking you, what is it that you can do 120% in the church, in the ministry, as a body and building up and doing your part? What is it you think or do you know?
0: Um, Thinking of, because I was about to say Providence specifically, but my ministry, my what I can do should be able to go anywhere, right? Um,
1: But I'm talking about you're a member of Providence. What? How are you going to use your gift? How do you, what did you? what are you going to do to do your part in the church um, that you're now going to?
0: I think I can help as far as I don't want to say like,
1: no, I ain't saying uh, it. get I know. that you can, I, you can help. I'm talking about what you think I, God has purposed you to I do. I
0: know. I know. I think
1: get over here on a great house. No,
0: no, it's not, a, <laughs> it's not a great, but it's multiple things. I think I can help <clears throat> like do in the church mm-hmm. is honing on which one is the one that God wants me to do. It's just me trying having to try different things. Like, I think I can help. I think I can do things for like the youth. I think I can do things with like the media. I think I can do things as far as like getting the church out there and included more in the community and people to know more about Providence. I think there's a lot of aspects, other things I can do with the church.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. And you seeing what, how, what we've been doing lately and, and, and what you're gifted in, in um spiritual gift. I'm talking about understanding whatever he gifted you to do for the kingdom. Now, also what you do uh, socially and business-wise or technology-wise. Growth. Could those things marry?
0: Yeah, I think growth is what I'm good at. And for some reason, whatever reason, i be decently okay at taking things from nothing and putting making it into something. I don't know why. Okay. But, yeah.
1: So your part, how can you use that in the church?
0: Was that arrogant? No. Oh, okay. It sounded no. a little arrogant.
1: No. And I'm I'm just trying to to help you along in understanding well, that that those things don't have to be yeah, one and the that. same or different.
0: And that's why I be trying to tell people if okay, we can go into that later. But um yeah, I be trying to tell people that like, they be separating like, oh, this is different. You you know, but it's literally the same thing. But um I just think it's like I said, like things that help with like showing God's power, showing God's um, the church, the church body showing like what God can do for you. I think I I can be good at that, whether that's through helping out with the multimedia, um, mm-hmm. social media, just even doing different events and starting different programs and stuff like that. I think that's what I'm kind of good at, which I talked to Mr. Jeff about doing a specific program mm-hmm. um, last Sunday. But I think I'm good at doing stuff like that for some reason.
1: Because somebody, two different people this past week asked me about our podcast and association with the church. And I said, no, this is not a Providence podcast, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so they said, why aren't we associated or connected with them? And I said, this is, this is different. It's a ministry, but it's a different ministry, Mm -hmm. not a podcast, but you could
0: do a Providence podcast,
1: right? You could minister to people, Within the church and show them how to do this. Yeah, you know for it, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be different. It can be one and the same. You do this and and instruct people on how to do that. A Christian podcast, mm-hmm. because that other podcast started, and people have asked us about podcast. You know, we had Zoom meetings with people that wanted to know how to do a podcast. Yeah, and so that could be a way that.
0: I wonder if they actually did it.
1: I don't know. I haven't talked. Yeah. To yeah, you're, you're, you're right. I, I forgot all about that. Yeah. But see, those those things that you, you develop, those talents and those skills could be used for that. Yeah. And then who knows? You could write a book about it. You can do things. who You don't. <laughs> but I'm saying you don't know. Yeah. But if you're not doing your part, you would never know. Yeah. And so understanding what your party is.
0: Can I tell you why I chose why we chose to do Providence? Yeah, go say. ahead. Because, like, we live in Canton. And, um. For
1: around, those of you around here, it's pronounced
0: Canton. about Canton? Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he always.
0: Um, we, leave, we live in Canton. Uh, so, and, and getting to uh, Providence is about, depending on the day, like an hour five minute drive. Um, today we got there in 55 minutes actually
1: you better slow down with my grandkids in
0: it wasn't it wasn't it was just i guess no traffic rolls yeah, yeah so we got so about 50 minutes 55 minutes to like an hour and so i was like man it'd be nice just to have a you know a church that was like right next door you know we went to a couple of churches but we went to some of these places man and it's just just i just don't feel like as a believer i can personally grow in these churches as far as like utilizing my gifts, it's the places that I went. One church was like really, really big. Um, and it just seemed like it's a bunch of, there's, there's ministries there. You have like a greet. I remember seeing greeting done music, you mm-hmm. know, worship, the worship, and then multimedia. <clears> but those are the only things I really see. And, you know, granted, I could have did more digging and research and stuff on figuring out like different ministries in the church and stuff but also feel like as a church body if you don't see it it's not like it's you know um but that's my personal thought but um Mm -hmm. went to the church it just seemed like it's a big church a lot of people that go there but i just feel like it's just a bunch of people that go there on sundays because they got to go to church and it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people utilizing trying to utilize their gifts and some of the other churches i went to they're smaller but like their congregations seem like they're going down, but I think there's a reason. Um,
1: well, all the churches experience that today, but you know. Yeah, yeah. but like,
0: uh, it's not even that. It's, I think it's a, a lack of wanting to grease the community and do different things. And I see all these churches that's next to each other, but they don't want to, they don't seem like they want to work together. It's Like, I don't want to know if I want to be a part of a community that's like that, you know. But Providence... You know, I see Pastor Maiden tries to do things with different churches and stuff, whether they do it or not. I see him, like, in, like I outward see him trying to do things with different churches. And then we've done, like, the Kingdom Men events where it's, like, mm-hmm. six or seven churches that come together and the boys, the men, and all this other stuff that brings all these different people in the community together. Even, like, in the past where the church used to do, like, the Walk for Jesus and, like, all the different ministries that... Having this past man being open to doing different ministries and doing different things for people to utilize their gifts, whether people are doing it or not, I don't know. But mm-hmm. there's opportunity there. And so right before the church picnic, we went to church service or whatever. And I told Ella, I was like, we had did a podcast. I was like, I think I'm just going to go to Providence before. We do the podcast, you know, because like I feel like it's a place to do our the that I can you know utilize my gifts and all this other stuff, and Ayla can too. Like Ayla, I feel like it's a good place for Ayla to do her thing too. But um, we went to then we went to the uh, church picnic, and after that I was like, yeah, I'm just this is gonna be the place.
1: So, so you 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 think that you can <clears throat> you can be engaged and engage in in providence, I mean, you grew up in a church, you know um but then you know you moved away and and you got to do what's good for your family yeah, and then if God is planning you there and but when you when you come to you, you you have to utilize your gifts and and it's about doing your part and giving to others, because the knowledge that you have in doing this i'm i'm really and truly i I'm, I'm really uh, astonished how you can take this stuff, and you've always been like that, the electronic stuff, read it, get online, and learn how to use it. And, you know, and I know you say it. It's, All it's simple. All you
0: gotta do is play with it. right? It's just me playing with toys. <clears throat> That's how I feel.
1: But realize if if you're, your makeup is not that, you're not gifted on that, just like in in, in Exodus. He said he gave special gifts for people to do uh, metal work and embroidery yeah. and that stuff and and perfume makers. He gave them special gifts to do that. And for you to understand the technology and use that and learn it, he didn't give that to me. But if I did it long enough and just focused on that, I probably could do you it. You know what my problem is sometimes too? That What's that? The things that
0: I tend to be good at, I can't understand why people aren't good at it. Well, that's <laughs>
1: what most people are. <laughs> like... like <laughs>
0: Like So, like, we're talking about faith. For the most part, if things bad happen, I'm just like, okay, dude, God's going to take care of it. Or, like, Ayla and I had a discussion coming up here today, but we have two, Ayla and I have two separate ways of thinking. I'm more of a risk taker. Ayla doesn't, Ayla takes risk, but it's calculated risk. I don't need to take a calculated risk. I'll jump in the water and just figure out how to swim. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> we had a conversation coming up here earlier where was talking about um, hiring somebody mm-hmm. versus moving into a place that's financially more expensive mm-hmm. i'm like i'll jump in jump into the jump in, uh paying for a, a more expensive um place all day long because i have my hands on i can control it i i was like i'm more likely to take longer to hire somebody than to do that and ayla's the opposite and mm-hmm. because you know she can have more trust in, in financially if you know if you don't so we was going back and forth about that but it's just how i am like i just don't know like when i good at something i can't wrap my head around why someone is not
1: and most people are like that and that's how some that's why some people aren't good coaches or leaders because they think everybody operates at the same level as them mm-hmm. but if you get you surround yourself with people at different levels and different gifts and and different skills and allow them to use their skill for the team. Mm-hmm. That's what the guy did with the church.
0: Well, see, this is the thing, too. I think you got to be. See, this is going into the conversation we had in the car. It's like you got to be careful, too, who you put in your team, because someone can have the perfect resume. Like they can be a ministry. They have ministry leader for this many years. They work with this group of mm-hmm. people. They've been to this church and stuff. But they get in your group and they're lazy.
1: What What is my motto? What I say.
0: Don't go by what you say. i go by what you do. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And so it it goes beyond what people are saying and and when i look to to partner with people to work with people i look at what they are already doing yeah not what they say they can do
0: yeah it, but that's okay going into my <laughs> well that does it for this oh, oh. wrong one wrong one story there it time is with d <laughs> He's right, going on a great couch. So going into <laughs> this hiring process is that that's what I'm worried about. You know, anybody can have the perfect resume, right? They done this, that, and the third. But when you bring it on somebody that you don't know, you don't know like what they're actually.
1: But to. you have to do your due diligence. I know. Okay, who has you helped? This is a question. Who has you helped achieve certain things? Not say what's written on your resume. Who has you already helped? And so you can go talk to those people, and those people are like, "Hey, yeah, they a bum. They ain't do all that stuff, or they the greatest thing since sliced bread."
0: Who have <clears throat> you helped putting together my screening questions? Right.
1: <laughs> Who <laughs> have <laughs> you already helped to achieve these things?
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's my little side piece. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
1: But but same thing. When you we talking about building a team or building a ministry. What have you been doing? Uh, What experience do you have in building or working with people or sharing the gospel with people? We don't ask a lot of those questions. Mm -hmm. And see, I'm working on uh, building this ministry within the church that we have as for interviewing people, helping with the spiritual gift and know which ministry they're going in. And so those are questions that you have to ask to help guide the person. Because I tried several ministries Um. Within the body of the church, and before I finally focused on teaching, because I didn't want to teach, I didn't want to talk to people, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be out front. And if I don't have to get out front, I won't do it. But that's what God purposed me for.
0: (laughs) Hear Desi in the background. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's going, Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you have any takeaways for this episode?
1: Yeah, find out what your purpose for. And do your part, not complaining about it, but making a difference. And that we'll complain about something we'll bring up what something's wrong, but we won't do our part to for the solution. And if God, like I said in the word, you know, don't be content. He said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So in doing his will, sharing his word, promoting his ministry. Ain't nothing gonna stop you if God is for you.
0: Here's my takeaway: It's surround yourself with a with a good group of people that can help keep you on track. Um, yeah, that's my takeaway. So when you're going through doing your will, you have somebody that kind of pick you up where you lack in. A yeah. Bit. So that is my. Well. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into the No Negations podcast. If this is your first time with us, we'd love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. There you can submit or subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show notes transcripts. They're great for... Personal or group Bible study. Also, if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or what you would like us to discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel, and you can support us financially by ordering any of our non-negations apparel or by looking for that donate button and donating. This helps us reach our monthly goals of. Uh, reaching more people buying new equipment and provide good content if you are in or near the canton ohio area you can purchase our apparel directly at blended located in Belden village mall it's located right next door to macy so check us out and if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith we invite you to join the no negation social media community on facebook instagram and youtube while on youtube make sure you click that bell to subscribe like and share we would love to have you join our growing community so until next time remember to seek god first and never give up do
1: said